Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over handling leads for your business. This is probably one of the most important things is when someone calls or emails and how you follow up will determine how successful your business is. Leslie's Pool Supplies is a proud partner of the Pool Guy Podcast Show. Leslie's Pool Supplies has been do-it-yourselfers and pool trade professionals trusted partners since 1963, providing quality products and services to make pool care easy and solutions and expertise to do it right. So to put it in the simplest terms, the more you answer or respond to phone calls and emails right away or pick up the phone when someone calls or messages you, are the more leads you're going to generate. There's no doubt about that. In my personal experience, when I'm calling somebody, whether it's a plumber electrician or a pest control company for example and nobody picks up the phone I'm gonna call a different company and go down the list typically I'll find a lot of my leads on Yelp or sites like this and then if someone doesn't answer right away I don't really want to waste my time waiting for a call back so I'll call the next company on the list and go down that list so answering your phone immediately is the best way to land the lead of course how you do that is another story Especially if you're out there working, it's hard to answer every call, but it can be done if you set it up correctly. Maybe work with a Bluetooth device on and make it a note to have your phone on so you can hear it ringing. Or if you have a spouse that can handle the calls for you, probably one of the better methods. A lot of times, if you have a spouse at home answering the calls for you, you can definitely capture the leads. But by all means, if you don't pick up the phone or return the call uh, within maybe a minute, then you're probably going to lose that lead because they're going to call someone else. If someone were to email you regarding service, they want a prompt response, so you have to email them back as quickly as possible. I know this is a weird era we live in where you have to return calls and emails at a rapid pace to capture business. It's a much faster-paced world than the one I grew up in. However, it's just the way things are done, and from my own experience, I don't really like waiting for a response. So again, if I don't get a response pretty quickly, I'll call the next person in line. And I think a lot of people are like me to where they just don't want to wait around for someone to respond. So the response time is super critical and you definitely want to get on it. Now, how you respond is also extremely important in capturing that lead. So you want to answer the phone in a professional way. If you have a message, you want the message to be very professional so they can recapture the lead. You know, you don't want to have a, a voicemail where it's like, yo, you've reached Joe Smo's pool service. Leave a message, bro. That would be considered very unprofessional in that regard. And then if you do pick up the phone and talk to the client, you want to make sure that you don't put your foot in your mouth, so to speak. I'll give you a good example of this. I, I was calling to get a pest control service over to one of my properties quickly because the company that I normally deal with wasn't able to get there that day. And I was calling around different companies and someone answered the phone from this pest control 
and just started going over the litany with me of what he's going to do. And then he said, I have no problem telling the tenants that there are 30 people that they actually brought the bugs in when they moved in. And, you know, right then I thought to myself, this is probably not the kind of person I want to send over there. He's probably going to cause me more problems than good by telling the tenant that they're not clean people. He's never even met them. Um, I think he was just trying to win my business at that moment, letting me know that he can blame someone else for the condition of the property. Apparently he runs into a lot of landlords that have problems and they, I guess they want to blame the tenants for him. I'm not exactly sure where he was going with that. But I found that to be not very helpful to me and I definitely wasn't going to use his services when he says something like that. So if you're bad-mouthing a pool company that if they're calling you for service and you start bad-mouthing the former company by something that the client may say on the phone like, you know, the pool guy... I'm calling you because my regular pool guy, he never checks the pump basket. If you say something like, oh, that's very common for these people not to do. I mean, that's something that, you know, they're very lazy about stuff like that. And we don't definitely don't do that. We're definitely going to check everything. That person on the other end may not appreciate a comment like that. Um, you don't know who you're dealing with. And so you want to keep your comments very politically correct, so to speak. So pretend you're, you know, running a campaign and if you say something out of line, you're definitely going to lose people that follow you. And in the same respect, if you say something out of line when you're getting a lead or capturing a lead, you're going to lose that lead because you're going to turn off the potential client before you even meet them. And so back to the story about the pest control, actually my company called me a little bit later. They were able to go out there and take care of it. And I've actually been dealing with this pest control company for about four years now. They're really great and they're really great with customer service. And this is one reason why I stick with them, because I'll call people like that person who's going to tell the tenants that they're not clean people and they brought the problem into the into the property, which is not going to solve anything, obviously. So a lot of times in an initial lead, one of the things that comes up is how much you charge for service or how much you charge for this and that. And over the phone, you could set yourself up for a problem if you answer it without putting some conditions in that answer so for instance they ask you how much is the monthly service you could say the average is $95 a month however if the if I find that the pool is extremely large or if there's a lot of debris that goes in the pool the price may go up or if they're asking you for a quote for a green pool cleanup you want to give them a ballpark number maybe and then you're going to of course explain situations where that price is going to go up so basically you want to emulate the best practices of a different company that you may call out there I've called so many companies, I know exactly the best way to phrase things by hearing them myself phrased to me. So when I call a plumber out to unclog a drain, they'll tell me that it's typically $89, but if the technician gets there and finds out that the snake is not going to work to unclog it and they have to do other services, of course the price will go out up. Typically, the, all you're going to need is a snake to get the drain un unclogged. However, there may be situations where you're going to need other services and that's not included in the $89 charge. And that $89 charge doesn't have any warranty beyond 30 days. And things like that, they'll say to me on the phone and I'll, of course, absorb all that. And I'll note that if there is something else besides snaking the drain, it's going to cost me more money. And so be very clear on the phone of what the service entails. And the last thing you want to do is create any kind of negative publicity for your business by showing up at the bid and the customer that you talked to on the phone says, well, you told me it was $95. 
you didn't explain certain things to the client on the phone. Therefore, when you get there, they're maybe a little agitated towards you. And believe it or not, if you look at the Yelp reviews of any business, you'll see some reviews that are like, um, they didn't answer the phone within like 30 seconds or when they showed up for the bid, the price was double and this is not a good company. You're going to see a lot of that on Yelp because people will find something negative to say about you in any context. And so you don't want any of that. You don't want any possibility of anything negative towards your business and reputation at the initial bid or at the initial phone call. So be very careful of giving kind of like, you know, set in stone pricing over the phone because you will have very little wiggle room when you actually meet the client and discover that, wow, this pool has, you know, four oak trees over it. I wonder why the other pool guy disappeared. You want to make sure you have room so you can negotiate. And I mentioned earlier about saying anything negative about the former company. I definitely would not focus on their particular performance at the bid or on the phone call. You definitely want to focus on what you can do better than what they're doing. Go over what you do as a service provider. The fact that you balance the water, that you use this particular test kit, maybe use the photometer, photometer test kit, and what you do at the stop. And they'll be impressed by what you're going to do for them versus criticizing or you know saying anything negative about the particular company that's servicing their pool now or previously serviced their pool. This goes a long way because you're keeping everything positive and focus on what you can do and not focusing on negatives. I think when you start getting into negative things, it starts to deteriorate and the customer may point out more negative things. And it's hard to right that ship and get back onto the positive of why they should hire you. They'll spend the time venting and railing on the former company versus hearing what you're going to do to benefit them as a client. So stay away from the negative aspects of it. We all know that there are shysters out there and bad businesses out there. Um, I had a plumber one time show up at my property to unclog a drain, and he sat in the bathroom for 20 minutes. The tenant saw him sitting there on his phone, texting or doing whatever, and then he wanted to bill me for the full service when it took him like three or four minutes to unclog it, and he wanted to bill me for extra work and extra time. And so there are people that will do that. Everyone's aware of it, and there's no need to get negative about it. If the pool looks like it's in really bad shape, you already know that the previous pool service provider wasn't doing a good job, and you're going to focus on what you can do to improve that versus their really bad workmanship. So, of course, answering the phone right away is going to help you get that lead, but what you say afterwards is equally as important as capturing that phone call or text message or email so that you're presenting yourself in a professional manner and you're going to land that lead. Answering the phone alone is not going to get you any kind of leads as far as that goes. If you can't close the deal on the phone or close the deal in person and you're just going to have to kind of get a script together when you answer the phone what to tell the customer. I can tell when I call a business when they're really scripted and very well versed in doing this and it works out really well that way. I don't find anything wrong with being scripted. So when I call certain companies, you know, they're kind of giving me their script which is perfect because then I know that they're gonna they know what they're doing basically they're not just fumbling around um, and so basically get a script together so that when you do answer the call you'll know exactly what to tell the customer go down this list a b c and d so that they know everything beforehand the more you tell them on the phone the clearer you can be before you actually do the initial bid the better and you can also eliminate wasting your time with certain clientele by going down this list. The last thing you want to do is waste your time driving all over town 
doing bids on pools that you really don't want anyway or the clientele are, are not desirable to you because you didn't answer or vent them on the phone or through an email properly. So definitely try to get as much done on the phone call or through an email or a text message, however they contacted you or a Facebook message before you go and do the bid. And so it works kind of both ways. You're kind of seeing if this is something that you want to do anyway. And by talking to them, you'll get more information. Rather than driving all over town, meeting everybody, it may not work out best for you as far as time management to do that. So venting everything over the initial lead is also very important. And if you're looking for my other podcasts on these basic business skills, you can go to my website, swimmingprolearning.com. Click on the Listen Now button on the banner of my homepage. That will take you to the hosting website for the podcast. And you can scroll down and see the other basic business skills talks that I've done here on this podcast series and listen to those as well. If you're in the industry and you're starting out or you want to enhance your business, definitely consider my coaching program where you can get one-on-one help directly from me or in the group app that I have there. You also get discounts on your general liability insurance plus other great benefits. You can learn more about that at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.